this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Where do you go when you want to have a good time? I hear a voice calling my name. Reaching out. It's Patsy! It's Patsy! I really want to be your friend. Hope this day will never end. It's Patsy! It's Patsy! I really want to be a friend of you. Which is great, because we get all the Patsy we've ever wanted. Tonight, on the Jessica Jones After Show. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Yes, not only is it Patsy, it's Christian, it's hey. April, and it's Adam. Hello! <laughs> and we're here to talk about episode two of season three of Jessica Jones, and I'm going to speak for myself, because I would never presume to speak for either of you. Uh... Sort of everything I wanted was uh, Patsy, Patsy, and more Patsy. Mm-hmm. Love Jessica, but uh, I needed some. Uh, I needed some Patsy, and uh, I think this answered uh, most, if not all, of our Patsy questions. Oh, you got your Patsy. <laughs> yeah, I've got her now. Uh, and uh, uh, April, uh, mm-hmm. to start, you looked up something very interesting about uh, behind the scenes on this episode, which mm-hmm. uh, I didn't realize. I guess if I'd been paying attention in the credits, maybe I would have. But uh, tell uh- us. Kristen Ritter actually directed this. This is her directorial debut, which makes sense because she's hardly in it. Yeah, I think that, it, you know, I, I'm always impressed when you, you hear about actors who direct things that they're in a lot. Like mm-hmm. uh, Bill Hader directing multiple episodes of Barry. It was complicated, and I'm just like, I, I, don't, know, I don't know how you do it. So this seems like, especially for her first time. And uh, I don't know, I thought she did a good job. Uh, mm-hmm. What did you think, Adam, of our uh, Patsy story? Well, this is something, this has also kind of become a hallmark of the Netflix Marvel show that you will do these departure episodes. Usually they happen a little further on into the season, like the the Karen Page episode yeah. of Daredevil mm-hmm. season three, was it? Yep. Yes, featuring Party Karen, my favorite uh-huh. Karen. Yeah, yeah. Which, was, which was great. I, I love them, but we needed this because we had a lot of questions about where Trish was, what we were assuming, and it answered everything, even... What was on the text from mom? It's true. Yeah, <laughs> because uh-huh. you know, we, we were just talking about like how long could she have been missing for? And we were like kind of joking that it was like a text from mom. Where are you? You haven't called me. And it was like she was really she missed two shows. Like mm-hmm. she missed two days of work. Yeah. And, and she really just hadn't heard from her in, in a day. So it, it makes a little bit more sense because when we talked about it in our previous episode, it was just like, all right, maybe she didn't want to talk to you. But no, she missed work. And um 
you know, home shopping work. That's uh, that pays well. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I've actually done uh, a couple of those before. Uh, I was doing them for a candy company, mm-hmm. yeah. and I would fly down to I think it was Home Shopping Network in Tampa. Yeah. And it is the weirdest thing in the world because those celebrities that you see, like Emeril Lagasse, like uh, like uh, I think one of the Williams sisters, like they're really just walking around the hallways, like they're doing live shows at all time. It mm-hmm. is completely surreal to to sell hot merch. Oh, that's fascinating. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's wild. Like Joan Rivers at the time mm-hmm. she was alive, just like sure. popping down the hallway. Uh, April, what did you think about our, our uh, Trish slash Patsy centric episode? Well, last season and the, the first episode of this season, I felt really disconnected from her character, just like what was going through her head. And I think this did a great job of bringing us back into what's going on in her head. Yeah, I think uh, we see, basically we pick up from that moment from mm-hmm. the end of season two when she uh, balances the phone. And uh, I think it's sort of very funny uh, re- attempt to recreate it and uh, well she smashes her phone mm-hmm. you know so it's like uh, I-, I like these sequences that you get you know when people are figuring out how to uh, use their powers uh, um, a lot of you know Adam from DC Movie News uh, Shazam had a great sequence great like that, one yeah. where he's just trying to figure it all out like what can you do what can you not do yeah. and the interesting thing uh, and-, and this is really the theme of Trish for this episode is that she's alone so when she figures out that she does does indeed have powers. Of course, who she wants to call is Jessica, and she knows uh, I can't call Jessica, and I never really had anybody else. I'm not going to talk to my mom about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's it, it was. A, I think they did a great job balancing, you know, her being so excited about finally being able to do this, and just how empty she still felt, you know? Uh, uh, I, I, I don't know. What did you think about that balance, Adam? Well, you know, while I was watching the fantastic Ninja Warrior training sequence, <laughs> yes. I thought... What else does she want? This kid's been famous since she was a kid. Yeah, sure. And everybody knows her, and now she wants to be a superhero, too. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, duh. All that other stuff leaves her incredibly empty and vapid. She has no way of defining herself. And you could tell this whole, you know, it's... We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Patsy stuff, uh, beautifully rendered, by the way, uh, at the top of the show. You know, I just wanted to do a dramatic reading. I, I thought uh, I, I thought that the composer of that theme song uh, deserved better. It allowed right. us to home in. Thank you. You realize that she had been doing everything for her mother. Yes. So she has no identity. And now she's trying to take Jessica's identity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So even when she starts to experiment with this, she just feels so alone. What is going to fill that, that empty emptiness inside of me um is it going to be hooking up with my boxing trainer you know that well, helped that helped that for, definitely helped for a minute <laughs> for, yeah, for I, a hot second and then there's the oh you're still here mm-hmm. great <laughs> yes I, I do like um i will tell you one thing that we're seeing emerging and i'm liking hellcat's fighting style we're seeing a lot of these yeah. interesting mm-hmm. off the wall kind of moves which we haven't seen a ton of before like when she was training there was one where she she kind of kicked her leg 
legs up and kind of like cartwheeled her feet up off the wall. It was like really wild. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely she's getting a lot of yoga in there as well, I can tell. <laughs> um, we also saw, um, you, you predicted this, that we were going to see the comic book accurate mm-hmm. costume but in the way we saw it in Luke Cage, yeah. in the way we saw Jessica Jones' version of it, where it was just kind of like hinted at, but yeah, we're not going to go there. Right, and, and uh, I I should have predicted, uh, I should have written out, you know, and, 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 and you know, mailed it to myself with the yes. postmark to prove that I said it beforehand. <laughs> the... Oh hell no! You know, basically is what she yeah. said. Considering we we had about forty eight minutes between <laughs> taping the first episode and the second episode, the postal service would have had had, had been working like it's optimally. True. I guess I could have I guess I could have done it in the digital age and just had a uh, email timestamp. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I like that. And by the way, that uh, purple mask costume she had on looked very familiar, like it's another character's yeah. costume. And uh, I I hope. To be able to uh, have more insight on that uh, for the next episode, it's it's very hard to watch the show, do the show, and then also do the research. Usually, there's a little bit more time. Mm-hmm. But uh, let us know in the comments if uh, you recognize that costume. Oh, which one? When she was trying so on, she like, had like a purple mask, and it was like almost like a kimono. It looked really familiar mm-hmm. to me. Oh, I, okay. You just yeah. you, okay. I, I don't think that that's not a. That, it was an Easter egg. Yeah, I, I'm just wondering, and maybe I'm wrong, but I, I thought that was something else. What was? Yeah. Oh, you know, one thing we didn't talk about in the first episode, yeah. I just wanted to mention that we got that Captain America shout out, like, right yeah. away. Yeah, you know what, you're right. I, I do. I thought that was great. Yeah, Captain America wouldn't do this. Right. Mm-hmm. We always get that one, one. thing to let you yeah. know, oh, yeah, that's in this world, too. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Let's, let's not ask why, no, you know, Doctor Strange didn't open a portal uh, for any of the Defenders <laughs> to come out of. Let's, not, let's not worry about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's not worry about But, yeah, exactly. I, I do always like things that, uh, that tie it to the... Uh, you know, to the the cinematic universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's interesting because you know we've had sequences like this, and you know, look, I I referenced the, the one in Shazam. His best friend's there the whole time. Mm-hmm. She's trying to figure it out by herself to the extent that she looks up on the internet uh, how to fight crime in NYC. And uh, personally, I love product placement because it helps pay for our shows. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's nothing that takes me more out of a scene than when someone bings something. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Instead of Google. Because it's like, yeah, let me bing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. sure. Trish, Trish is really going to bing that. <laughs> but I did think it was funny that that's what she typed in. Because it's like, yeah, let me figure well, out how you know, do you fight crime The big NYC? concern mm-hmm. with Google is that they're doing the most monitoring of your personal... True. Life, right? Mm-hmm. Preferences, all that. So, if I was embarking on a new secret identity, I might, I might endeavor to start binging instead of googling things. And if Bing would like to uh, sponsor this, yes, show, please get in touch uh, over here at AfterBuzz TV, and uh, we'll be sure to let you know. Uh, what did you think, April, of, of the sort of the juxtaposition of Wow, this is awesome! I have powers. Uh, I'm appreciating it under a bridge by myself. Yeah, I. It, she's come a long way, but in a bad way. Like, yeah. she's lost everybody and everything, and she's really going for this, because this truly is all she has. And I feel bad for her, because she so clearly wants to talk to Jessica about this and work with her, but she just can't with what happened. Uh, I like the exchange with her trainer earlier in the episode, where he's like, steroids, you juicing? And she's just like, cheating on me, you cheating with someone else. Kale. Yeah. Kale was her answer. Like, Kale's gonna help you fight. Uh, but uh, yeah, I thought I thought I, know, I thought it was a lot of fun. But mm-hmm. you know, it, it's some great insight into uh, her 
her headspace really where she's at. I, I gotta say, her apartment, which she had, which is I guess her new pad that she yeah. got. She sold her fancy apartment. She's got this sort of like, uh, uh, like open like studio mm-hmm. split level thing. And her mom, Rebecca De Mornay's character, was really crapping on it. But I was like, man, if you had that place I in know. New York. It's like a playground. Uh-huh. Yeah, she had like her own CrossFit gym in that place. It was <laughs> seriously set up. Yeah, and uh, you know her mom uh, Dorothy uh, offers uh, some you know some uh, some career options for her, pointing out that uh, Patsy residuals uh, aren't going to pay her mortgage, is what she says. Uh, she mentions one that. I think we all agreed she would have been great at celebrity dance. <laughs> Ultimately, yes, but celebrity dance show. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, with her new abilities, how could she not win? No, she'd that would crush be, it. She yeah. would totally crush mm-hmm. that. Uh, and then uh, the sort of throwaway: uh, a clothing company in Tampa wants you to represent their brand, and then uh, yes, uh, running for president. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, hey, uh, oh, wait, the clothing company was in Tampa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's she, funny because that's where Home Shopping Network is. Yeah, mm-hmm. when you said that, I'm like, oh, that's that's a that's a nice little. There's uh, no not much else in Tampa. <laughs> yeah, I've been there. There's some strip yeah. clubs. There's a great steak place. Um, there's a there's an inexplic- there's inexplicably a uh, Salvador Dali museum there. Oh, uh, yeah. So you see, hey, this segment of the show is sponsored by the uh, Tampa Bay uh, Travel. Uh, what do you call that? Uh, the board tourism, tourism Board. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I mean, it would have sounded better if I could have remembered yeah. Board of Tourism. Anyway, uh, so Bing that while you're at home. <laughs> Uh, so I thought uh, I, I thought that that you know her banter with her mom is is funny, uh, but uh, you know I think we still don't uh, we still don't like her mom. Agreed. Right? No. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. uh, she in her own way she thinks she's doing right by her daughter, but uh, she's wrong. Mm-hmm. But she's trying to help her, you know. Yeah, I, I, the thing with the mom is, I, I don't think mom's evil. I just think mom's ill-intentioned. She's selfish. Yeah, but she's not evil. Uh, I, I don't think, you know. Um, I, I think there is still she. She still loves her daughter in there. She's just very selfish. We know that because when she does take the job um, working for the uh, home shopping sort of analogous, um, you know, she talks about. What are you drinking for your energy? That's not vitamin water. Yeah. Where are your Skittles? These things on the rider, the rider is like the things that you need to request that they right. need to have backstage for you. Uh, Van Halen, green M&Ms. Uh, and they're all things for her. She's like, right. I like Skittles. Uh-huh. I like vitamin water. Right. No, exactly. It's, it, it, it's like, yeah, well, you don't care about these things, but I do. Mm-hmm. You know? And, uh, of course... Definitely off on a tangent here, but the uh, the green M and M's in the Van Halen contract was only there because they wanted to make sure that people actually read the rider. Read the rider. So if they walked in and there weren't just green M and M's, they're like, uh oh, everything's going to be a mess for the show tonight. So oh, it's fascinating, I love that. actually. So, I do love that. And I feel like uh, Patsy's mom, Dorothy, would be like, uh, yeah, only green Skittles, just because maybe they're the only ones she likes. Oh god, uh, red's the way to go. <laughs> Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm inclined to agree. I think green might be my least favorite yeah. Skittle. Yeah. And Starburst. Let us know in the chat. What are your yeah, because favorite? Guys, Skittles actually do <laughs> taste different, unlike M&M's, which all taste the yeah. same, pretty much. Uh, and, uh, you know, Adam had a, a great question while we were watching it. We were all watching episode two together. Uh, you were impressed that her uh, earbuds stayed in while she was uh, doing all that fancy running. Yeah, so so we have the, the time, the uh, this sort of tropey thing where our, our character who now wants to fight crime, she's got the police scanner. She's figuring out, alright, what crime do I fight? And she sees 
like underage drinking. She sees guys fighting on the street, but it turns out they're just play fighting. Um, there's thing on Priuses. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Urinating on Priuses was the totally. thing. So she's like doing that thing where like, all right, like you know, now I gotta go fight crime. She eventually, uh, yeah, and she eventually runs to a scene. When she gets there, the police have it under control, but I did notice her earbuds stayed in. I haven't had those kind of buds, so mm-hmm. please let us know if those things actually stay in. I have sport ones for that specific reason. For when you fight crime? For when I fight crime, yeah. yeah. Okay. And you I don't want to stop listening to like an AfterBuzz podcast or something like that. I'm like, yeah, I, do both. I, I mean, the, the AfterBuzz theme actually helps you kind of set the tone and, oh, and you know, really totally my workout fighting. music. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, as well it should be. Uh, there's also kind of a, a fun moment where she sees Jessica on the street and uh, calls her and watches her not answer. That's oh, fun. Yeah. Uh, well, for me, I was just like, "Oh no, that's that's what an awful feeling that yeah. must be." I'm like, I can see that you're not busy. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> she eventually does. Uh, she does get a crime to stop. By the way, yes. Oh yeah, yeah, right, right. A stolen cell phone. Yes, which kind of leads into a, a, a pretty important plot point later. So she stops uh, a cell phone. So guy screams on the street. Hey, that guy stole my cell phone. So she just (laughs) takes this guy down. Very funny stuff. She starts getting recognized. I thought that was great. Like, Mm -hmm. Patsy, no! And so both the guy that lost the phone and the guy that stole the phone both, hey, Patsy, Patsy! So this is how she realizes, oh, I have to cover my face. Mm -hmm. I have to get my, and then which leads us into our costume montage we alluded to earlier. Right, Mm -hmm. and and at that moment, I'm like, oh, she's recognizable. Oh, she's a celebrity. I'm like, this guy's going to sue her. Right, right. And, and, and And they play that to great effect when later she's working out. And then we have a woman recognize her again. So that was really cleverly done because we've seen it happen. Yeah. She's like, yes, I'm Trish Walker. Yes. And then they get the old. You've <laughs> been served. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As, yeah. As God. soon as the guy who stole the phone was like, you're, tr- uh, you're Patsy. And he goes, my neck hurts. And I'm like, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> uh, so, uh, and, and then, of course, if you're going to possibly face that kind of uh, legal action, Whose office would you go to other than the most expensive attorney in the city? Of course, yeah, it's the only <laughs> you option. Go you go to Jaron Orgo, who, who I think doesn't um, doesn't do a friends and family discount uh, of any kind. No, she told her to cold. liquidate her assets before a judge does. Yeah, and she she she. You guys told me it was like. Did she tell her an approximate? number of what she thought it would cost to pay this guy off. She said uh, she expected it to be uh, mid-six figures, I think she said. Ooh. Yeah, so okay. she thought it was going to be pretty high. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, which leads us into reintroducing... Now, this is interesting because most of this episode happens either concurrently or before the actions of the first episode. Correct. <laughs> yeah. So, we see Malcolm... Um, in his very much like you know Sith like garb, right? Like he's wearing all black. You yeah. know, he's like being corrupted, his soul, and he's doing one of his fixer things. And he's the one who pays a visit to the mugger, yeah, and to get to to pay him off. And what he does is he gets he plays really dirty pool mm-hmm. and finds out that his kid is not actually his kid and he threatens to mess up his kid's life if he doesn't take a lower payment. Yeah, I figured it was gonna be you know he's gonna find out that he was like cheating on his wife mm-hmm. or maybe you know something you know he uh, I don't know didn't file taxes or you know uh, I thought that was uh, first of all one very effective but mm-hmm. uh, very dark by Malcolm. What did you think about that, April? He's going to the dark side. Yeah. I think you were definitely right. 
made on your presumption. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm watching, and uh, in, in the last episode, I said that I didn't think Malcolm would be long for this world, and now I'm kind of just trying to watch that thread. Like, clearly this character is headed for bad things. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason I said he wouldn't be long for this world is because usually you see a, a character have an opportunity to redeem themselves, because I don't believe Malcolm is inherently bad, mm-hmm. but a lot of times they have to pay a price for that redemption. No, but also this that exchange with uh, Trish happening, you know, earlier than episode one means that it, it's very much on his mind mm-hmm. when he's basically not basically when he's putting a drunk driver back on the road. So yes. you know, it's mm-hmm. uh, I think that they're definitely interconnected. You know, the, and he even mentions that he felt so good about like, oh, I got him with this thing, and he put his kid on the phone, and and he explains to Trish, she's like, well, what if he if he hadn't uh, given in? It's like, well, I would have told this kid everything. Yeah. yeah. He was so nonchalant about it. He's like, there was also another crime that Trish successfully stopped. This one here. Do you want to talk about that at all? Or uh, I'm not. I'm trying to remember which one that was. So, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So the guy, the roofie guy, yeah. Uh, who will admit all three of us thought that was a baseball player. Mm-hmm. Just they uh, they cast way too similar of a type. To yeah, that they were actor. like, oh, we already got a baseball guy, but we got something else yeah. for you. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I bet that guy read for that part. Yeah, hundred percent. I hundred percent. All right, yeah, uh, yeah. So she's uh, she's you know she gets. We don't quite understand how she ends up with all those files, by the way. She trips the guy, which I thought was funny. Right after Malcolm says, you hurt more people than you help. In an attempt to help people, she literally hurts someone by tripping them. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like, just not completely lost on on Patsy. Yeah. So steals some of his files. Yeah. Allows him to, allows her to kind of like, I guess, reach out for this guy who's a repeated sex offender. Correct. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, so she scopes him out. Yeah, exactly. And then she sees, you know, she's like going to watch him for a while, but then sees him uh, put a roofie in her drink. Uh, so, yes, an actual crime in, in progress. Uh, what do you think? And, and by the way, she calls she calls Jessica for advice on what do I do in this situation? You know, which, by the way, Jessica's advice probably would have been, you know, oh, yeah, well, kick his ass. So, yeah, yeah, kick him in the nuts. Yeah. Uh, so she probably didn't need the advice there, but she felt like she did. Uh, what did you think about watching that sequence unfold, Adam? Uh, I, I thought that was a little bit of a clumsy scene, unfortunately. Like, it was very heavy-handed, right? Like, he gives her the roofies, he takes her around the corner to rape her outside. I felt was like, it was just... Listen, I, 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 it strained credulity to me, like especially well, if this guy's a serious. He made it seem like this was his spot that he goes to, mm-hmm. but I mean, like I don't know, that seems I, sloppy. I, I guess they needed to be. Uh, they needed to basically uh, choreograph it where he was standing somewhere that he could get kicked without her getting hurt. Yeah, but yeah, I think if it just happened earlier. Like when he's got her up against the fence, and you know, he's telling her, you know, like, all right, we can keep each other warm, and Mm -hmm. that would be the time. But I guess maybe just for the sake of also making it very clear what's happening, and like, see, you're you're you know, actually stopping a crime here. Uh, Yeah, it, it. it was it was a little clumsy, you know. Uh, but uh, in terms of the storytelling, uh, good for Trish. And I thought it was interesting that she let the girl April uh, think that. Uh, oh yeah, but you totally kicked his right. ass because mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like, wait, I don't want to get. So we're starting to, to see. Yeah, we're starting to see her 
starting to sketch out the bones of who she's going to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe these are the kinds of crimes that I can help with. Maybe she's going to, like, you know, look out for people that can't protect themselves in difficult situations. And that's how she's going to separate herself from the superhero pack. Because, you know, like, in New York City, there's a lot of superheroes there. You really got to mm-hmm. carve out a niche. This was also the first time she was, like, successful without hurting anyone else or doing more damage. <laughs> well, you know what? She learned from that first time. She's yeah. like, I'm not even going to take the credit for this. Right. Yeah. You did, you did it. it. Yeah, she's like, I need the mask. Yeah, that's what I was getting at. Is uh-huh. that she's like, yeah, you did this. I, I didn't have anything mm-hmm. to do with it. So I just happened to be watching Don't Ask Why I Have a Mask On, and mm-hmm. I sound like it's Patsy or Trish Talk. And then we also <laughs> hear that her sweater-selling job, her, 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 her shopping TV job, has a crappy time slot because it works with her new job. So this is now mm-hmm. her alter ego. Yeah. Her mm-hmm. and 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 it's so the diametric opposite of who she is at her in her nighttime job now, right? Mm-hmm. It's like she's this vapid person. But even in that, there was a woman who called up and was buying all these sweaters. Yeah. She still found a way to slip in from her old radio advice show. Mm-hmm. And I like that her uh, her mom speaks to the the director or stage manager, whatever whoever that person was, and was like, "No, no, let her do this because she's actually really good at that." Mm-hmm. So know? remind me. Um, April or Christian, what? Why did she lose her radio show last year? Did she like walk she, off? She it quit. Oh, she did. She yeah. quit it. Okay. Yeah, so. so no, I thought it was a good callback to like she had an advice show and she managed to use those skills to sell another sweater. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a win-win, and it, like it's a great cover. It makes her continue to look like a vapid kind of has-been celebrity who's now just selling <laughs> right. sweaters. Would never suspect that she's like going around vigilantizing the woman who's selling sweaters. Yeah, <laughs> it isn't crime frightening. It's at her night. Bruce Wayne. It's <laughs> like. Her, right. her, her, her billionaire playboy. It's like no. It's like well, that doesn't make any sense. Why? Why would Patsy be fighting crime? No, you're crazy. You know. Which I guess if she'd gone to court, maybe she could have gotten it uh, tossed just based on that. Like, yeah, I don't. I don't know why they they think I'm. Uh, you know, I did this. Look at me. Why? why mm-hmm. Who am I going to kick? I'm a celebrity. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I did. I did want to backtrack to a moment uh, for a moment to. Uh, Malcolm and Trish because obviously they have uh, their uh, history from last season Mm -hmm. I thought it was interesting that she told Malcolm that she's the one who killed Jessica's mother and I thought uh, maybe it's just more of her feeling so alone and uh, you know because Malcolm and both uh, Dorothy have referenced in these two episodes that like well yeah that's why Jessica had to kill her mother Mm -hmm. and she's just like no actually I did it and I think it's it's interesting because that's, I don't know, I mean, it, it's someone who knows Jessica really well, uh, and I think maybe she feels like maybe you can understand the situation better, but and I'm didn't. wondering, <laughs> right, I'm wondering, April, what do you think that was for Trish, telling him that that's what she did? I think she needed to get it off her chest, yeah. as well as just trying to reconnect and reform some sort of bond with him, because yeah. they've really grown apart, but he was not having it at all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how do you think you would have responded if you were Malcolm, Adam, in that moment, and she's just like, oh, by the way, I, I, I killed her mom? Yeah, that is uh, that is a major, major reveal, because now you're like... When you look at somebody, you feel like they've taken a life with a gun. It totally, you know, Malcolm probably did not think that uh, Patsy, that Trish, had that in her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's the beginning of that. It's it's just very interesting. These are clearly seeds that are being planted that over the next few episodes are going to unfold. And it's going to be interesting to see as Hellcat comes into her own 
where she falls versus uh, Jessica, right? Because Hellcat right now wants to be aligned with Jessica, mm-hmm. but you know that's not going to work out. And then where does Malcolm fit into this? And then who who is the sort of villain of this season, right? Mm-hmm. Like, do we have any idea? Like, I know there's going to be conflict with... With Trish. Yes. But, you know, I feel like there's something with Hogarth's story and the woman that Hogarth gets to know who's very rich, always be always be wary, wary of the very wealthy people and how they're going to play into the story. Very true. Well, if you've seen the trailer uh, for the season, you know who it's going to be. Oh, uh, I didn't but, see uh, it. Oh, well, then I'm not... Well, I wasn't going to say it anyway. Oh, I don't there, know. There, no, there, there's a, there's a, a name that is clearly said, and if you look up who the name is, there's a... Character. Oh, yes, I think I know who you're talking yes. about. No, is but, this the person? Person that we think stabbed Jessica? The person from the trailer is who I think stabbed her, yes. Okay. Uh, from the trailer for the series, because it would make sense. But uh, for those people who haven't watched it yet, we, okay. we, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. I'm in the dark. I always get so excited to see trailers and things like that, and then when I'm actually watching the show, I'm like, oh, I kind of remember this thing. I've been really yeah. scaling back on it, because it's so much better when you let it unfold yeah. on screen. I know. I, uh, I I wish I could do it more mm-hmm. often. I have I, not seen a trailer for this season of, of Jessica Jones. Do you think we're they promoting it less because that we know that this is like the end of Marvel Netflix? Yes, definitely. But, I mean, you know, it doesn't cost anything to, to tweet out a link on YouTube, so they mm-hmm. did right. a little bit of promotion. Uh, they, they still want the show to do well. Still yeah, got to right. perform well for them. But, yeah, yeah I, it seemed like there were fewer billboards for, like, a Marvel property on Netflix. It seemed scaled back. It was definitely... Mm-hmm. I, I agree. It was definitely uh, scaled back. Uh, in... Uh, in Trish basically kind of really trying to reconnect with Jessica, we see her go to uh, Jessica's apartment, and she sees the neighbor, Oscar, from last season, uh, a.k.a. Vito's dad, mm-hmm. You know, kind of having this conversation with her, which is something that I don't think we talked about on the show uh, in, for episode one, but we all spoke about it beforehand, you know, trying to remember, like, okay, so what happened with mm-hmm. her and the neighbor guy? And I was like, I think it ended on good terms. But then, of course, Jessica being Jessica, as we see, there really are no good terms. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, April, do you feel like that addressed you know one of those lingering questions we had from season two by actually you know having her interact with him? Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's typical Jessica fashion to push anyone away that she starts to form a relationship with. But I'm glad that she's still so attached to Vito. Yeah, I, I think uh, I, I do like that. I think mm-hmm. that's a that's a good dynamic for her. You the know? question I have is, what became of Burger Boy? Yeah, because Burger Boy was left you behind. You want that recipe? I, How does it taste? Listen, <laughs> as someone that cooks professionally, uh, a lot of my time I make sausages and hot dogs uh, for doghouse restaurants. If you don't know, um, that's often the only move I can have when talking to women. Is I'll, I'll go to the food thing, mm-hmm. so I can totally relate to that guy. You know, I'm like. Uh, you know, I'll make you a great burger. Yeah. And I'll it seemed like you. Jessica was into it. I'll take you home and make you a hot dog. Well, uh, yes. Oh, believe me. Believe me, I've had many <laughs> such conversations. When you tell people that you make sausage for a living, you just let them do the talking. You don't You don't need to go there. And we'll, uh, I guess we'll see in, in uh, upcoming episodes, uh, my thought when that happened, you know, because of the timing of it, I'm like, is this guy who gets back to her apartment, like, in cahoots with whoever stabbed her? Mm-hmm. You know? So, uh, I don't trust Burger Boy. So, you don't uh, trust Burger Boy? I know. Boy. I, sh- I love burgers, too. That's not a problem. I feel like Burger Boy was just like uh, kind of like a red herring kind of like just to get the action started yeah. I don't know if he'll be back mm-hmm. but I well, was kind of expecting him to like step out when she was stabbed and like 
you realize that they were working together, but no, yeah. he just wanted to make her a burger. Yeah, hey, look, sometimes a burger's just a burger. I Meanwhile, for said that. P.I., yeah, she expected it to be the kid, but not even to, like, who is it, get a voice, look out the door. Yeah, that's true. It's kind of irresponsible of Jessica. She kind of brought that on herself. Uh, She'd so, been drinking. She well, yeah, but uh, you know, when hasn't she been drinking? That's true. I, I guess uh, we got. Uh, well, there's you know, there's all sorts of uh, interactions with Trish throughout the course of the episode, and you know, once they start talking about Jessica's mother, that's when she realizes, like, all right, I got to get out of here. I don't, I don't need a reminder of that. Uh, Malcolm uh, has a, a good one-liner that I took down, uh, directed at Trish. Uh, you look one meltdown away from a psych ward, and I was like, oh, I thought you looked better because I thought you looked crazy in season two because mm-hmm. she was like doing the whatever that inhaler was, and her mm-hmm. eyes were all crazy. But I'm like, she looks fine. You I know? think she still has crazy eyes. Yeah. <laughs> she does. Yeah. All right. So clearly, I have a soft spot she for got, crazy yeah. eyes. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I thought uh, I, I thought that was interesting, and then we get to the uh, the the sort of the main focus uh, that we saw at the end of episode one, which is this. Uh, the sculpture, which I guess uh, the name she gives at the end, Andrew Brandt, he basically had somebody beat up his half-sister so he could get the sculpture, like the one thing he didn't get in the inheritance. You know, again, more rich people behaving badly. <laughs> so Jessica gets the name because she thinks this is the guy that stabbed her, which I think we can all agree is definitely not that guy. It has yeah. nothing to do with that guy whatsoever. I, I mm-hmm. am inclined to agree that yeah. that has absolutely nothing. You know, her being stabbed is, you know, I, I, I don't think uh, that guy's uh, got it, to, you know, that well coordinated mm-hmm. to have that sort of thing. Um, but uh, so we see that she's pretty much got it figured out. Um, I do think she needed Jessica to save her in that moment, though. Uh, Mm -hmm. She's very mad about it, but uh, especially seeing it again for the second time in this episode. Uh, Adam, do you think that uh, we would have had to test out whether or not Hellcat is bulletproof? No, I don't know. You know, I I feel like uh, Hellcat would have been okay just based on the phone thing. I feel like it's that kind of thing where her instincts will serve her really well Mm -hmm. in that moment where maybe she'll pick up on the click and just move in the right time. I think she's still coming into her powers. Um, But I think she would have been okay if Jessica had not jumped in. Because Jessica has no idea that this woman's enhanced. Mm-hmm. That's true. At that point, she doesn't know. What do you think, uh, April? Do you I, think? I don't think so. She was just standing in the middle of yeah. the living room. He had a gun on her. I don't think she would have made it out. That guy would have had to be a, a really bad shot, which, yeah. by the way, in most shows, uh, everyone's what a bad is? shot. Yeah, yeah except, except for Frank Castle. Everybody else is a bad yeah. shot. Oh, yeah, Frank Castle's a good shot. <laughs> he oh. has a good shot. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No. Miss that guy. Yeah. It's a lot of stuff. Fra- Fra- Frank would have uh, gotten Trish and Jessica before she landed. Mm-hmm. So I gotta say, also never been a huge fan of The Punisher, but I really like that Netflix Punisher. Man. Netflix Punisher's great. Yeah. Yeah. It was the best version of that, char- that character period to mm-hmm. me. Not the Dolph Lundgren 1987 Ooh. version. You know, you remember that was a time when that was as close as we got. Yes. That's that- what we got. We got that where the most... Marvel you got was maybe the little bit of one of the Punisher's skulls on the back of a knife that he threw. That was about it. That was it. They couldn't even put the freaking <laughs> symbol on his shirt. Yes, we have. We've come indeed. a long way. We have come a long way, baby. Uh, so, uh, I understand, uh, uh, you know, Trish being upset, but uh, I, I don't know. I, I really think that uh, she needs Jessica and 
she spends the whole episode basically saying that she's you know this email that she's writing which unfortunately she deletes most of it which hey that ties into what I did right before our first episode uh, <laughs> and then so Jessica only reads that little snippet not you know I don't know how differently she would have reacted but April do you think if she had read this sort of more impassioned plea of you know hey I know you don't do team ups but uh, you know this could be something do you think Jessica would have uh, felt any differently if she'd read something like that Maybe if she read the first one right. before she deleted that one and then wrote all angrily. Yeah, yeah, that's. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. let me be clear. I was talking about that oh, okay. before the angry part. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. She writes down this impassioned plea and then deletes it to just write an angry email. It's right. like the opposite of what you're supposed <laughs> to do. F you, right? Jones. That's uh-huh. basically what it said. Uh, what do you think, Adam? Do you think that uh, you know, as as tough as Jessica is, I mean, this is basically someone she considers know, her sister. There is nothing like a sibling relationship. There is this thing with siblings and family. And parents, that when you are around them, you revert to your younger version of yourself, right? Like, I was just with my parents the other day. I'm like, I find myself doing habits and tics that were like indicative of my much younger self. So, I think there's no way that Jessica would be able to see Trish. Who she thinks of as, you know, her sister, but a brat, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the star, all these things that she had to grow up with. Now she's going to start fighting crime with her, something that Jessica has been doing for a long time, or even investigating. It just seems so ludicrous. There's no way Jessica would want Trish involved in that. And, and it's and it's crazy for Trish to want to be. Like, she does have crazy eyes. Oh, I agree. Sibling bonding. It, yeah, it is definitely it's crazy nuts. that she wants this. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's like anybody who wants to have superpowers is not usually so you can fight crime. You know, it's it's more like, oh yeah, because I want to fly. Or yeah, anything. it's like just imagine if I had X-ray vision, that sort of thing. You no, know? I want fight crime so like you know somebody could see me fight crime and then they'll, they'll cool. love me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I think that there's uh, there's you know a couple of uh, gut punch moments for Trish. Uh, she's just. It's the title of the episode, uh, a.k.a. A- a- you're welcome. Mm-hmm. She just wants somebody to say thank you, and she finds herself saying you're welcome. I believe that uh, she does say thank you to her mother at one point. She's saying thank you, but people you know, aren't really saying thank you. It's And she thinks that Jessica calls her to the hospital because you know she needs her. Uh, she maybe has something to say, uh, but as we already covered, Adam, uh, she was only there because she's like, I know you know the name of the person that I'm interested yeah. in. Uh, mm-hmm. Did you think that there was a chance that maybe it was a it, it was a tender moment between uh, the two of them that was building there? Uh, yeah, I thought that was going to be like an apology moment, like yeah. I know it's important to me now, kind of thing. No, but no, in, in true Jessica fashion. She's uh, mm-hmm. she wants to get that bad guy. So I'm really excited right now to go watch more of these episodes yeah, <laughs> to see what happens to get into it. Did we want to talk about well, some of the? Did you, uh, have a, did you have a final thought on uh, on sort of Jessica and Trisha's relationship as we leave it at the end of episode two uh, and maybe the future of it? Yeah, I just really want to see how this new dynamic works with her being Hellcat. Yeah. I'd like to see them team up together, but. Uh, you don't seem to be a fan of that. <laughs> I think eventually it'll it'll happen. Uh-huh. They're, they're gonna have to. Yeah. Hellcat will earn her respect yeah. eventually, but they're gonna be at odds first. I'm predicting. Mm-hmm. I think there's gonna be a full on Jessica Hellcat brawl. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, uh, speaking of the future, uh, yes. yes, that brings us uh, to uh, something we want to talk about in our uh, our news and gossip slash special segment here at the end. Uh, go ahead. Ooh. 
They didn't even used to have that. Look at that. I love that little yeah. stinger. <laughs> so obviously this is the end of an era, and yeah. we don't know if when we will be seeing these characters again, if ever. What are your thoughts? So uh, the 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 deal that Marvel Studios had with Netflix means that they can't use these characters for two years from the cancellation of the show. Mm-hmm. So mm, you, you know, there's specific dates. Uh, I guess Luke Cage was first, and then Iron Fist, and you know, so it's it's not all lined up. But uh, I think that means that it's going to be quite some time before we see them in any iteration. I think a lot of people were hopeful. Oh, they'll just turn up on Hulu, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Which would be a much better fit than Disney Plus, which seems to be family oriented. Mm-hmm. I think if you have to uh, gear these characters towards family oriented, then you shouldn't do the show. Uh, but uh, I, I guess my question is, if we have to wait that long. Do you think that we're likely to see these characters again? Uh, I'll ask you first, Adam. Do you think we're likely to see them in uh, episodic television? Or might they uh, try and do them on the big screen? Well, I think Jessica Jones is very uh, qualified, that character, for episodic. You even said on the last episode that she'd be good for more of a procedural format. Um, I think you get more bang for the buck turning up in one of these, you know, like a Hulu or a Disney Plus, perhaps. Uh, I guess we have to, remains to be seen, how adult we're going to get with the the content on Mm -hmm. Disney Plus. Plus, because is it going to be home? Is that going to be home to a lot of the Fox content as well? Like, where are they going to put all the Fox movies, like the Aliens and all their rated R stuff? So, hopefully, wherever they put that more mature content, there could be a room and a home and a future for more mature Marvel content. I know we'll see the Punisher again. I know we'll see Daredevil again. That character can be a little bit softer and a little bit lighter. You can't really do the Punisher soft and light. I did want to uh, add a, a, a little bit of a silver lining, though, to Jessica Jones. I think maybe they knew that this was the last season because according to the series creator Melissa Rosenberg unlike other cancelled Marvel Netflix shows Daredevil, Luke Cage, Iron Fist and The Punisher Jessica Jones gets to finish its story in season 3 which means that fans will hopefully be satisfied by the ending Uh, and then she goes on to say I feel like we've told a rich intimate story about her and about all the characters in the show so I feel complete it feels complete to me Uh, I really love where we land with her it's a very satisfying place and then uh, Kristen Ritter adds that Melissa and I worked really hard to make what we were crafting an ending that was satisfying for both of us and both of us also take responsibility to the audience our fans so seriously people love Jessica so yeah I think we did it I felt good about it I feel really proud of it and while uh, Jessica Jones is no optimist it sounds like she'd approve of her ending so this story will be wrapped up and that at least makes me excited to keep uh, looking uh, keep looking forward to these future episodes uh, and then, uh, but April, in more of a general sense, uh, do you think we're likely to see these characters obviously recast? You know, different situations, all that. I uh, think we're likely to see them uh, in the more likely to see them in the movies than on television. I think we'll still see them on television because. I couldn't imagine a Jessica Jones or Luke Cage right. movie on its own. It's very ground level, and I think it works best as TV. But I'd also enjoy it as a movie if they decided to. Right, but I, and I think if you do a movie, then you start to do things like, okay, let's do Power Man and Iron Fist. Mm-hmm. Like, sure. Let's put the two of them and, together. And don't forget, they're going to be having really big budgets on these Disney Plus things. Yeah, so you true. can do these kind of like made-for 
streaming service movies, right? Mm-hmm. That that are not yeah. small budgets, but also not huge budgets because you don't need a hundred million dollars to make a, a good Jessica Jones movie. Yeah, I think uh, I think these these characters uh, will work better uh, as episodic, but uh, you know, I mean, uh, maybe somewhere out there in the cosmos, they feel like we deserve a good Daredevil movie. Christian, it's also like. The, 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 the comic books themselves, right? Like, these comics all have different volumes, right? Yeah. You have a volume of a comic that goes from issue one to whenever it ends, then it comes back. comes back with a new creative team and a new take. And so just like we get new writers and artists on the comic books we love, so should the source material on which they are based go on to have new actors, writers, producers, and directors reinterpreting that material moving forward. Yeah, I mean, look, there are some, uh, some artists with wildly different interpretations of say just Spider-Man alone, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, we've had a lot of different actors play him already. So there's no reason that uh, we, you know, it might take a moment to get used to a new actor playing Daredevil or uh, Punisher or any of those characters. But uh, yeah, I think that that's what we'll get at, mm-hmm. at some point. But uh, that's the end of our conversation for today. But uh, keep an eye out for uh, our next episode uh, where we will talk more Jessica Jones. But until then, April, where can people find you? You can find me on. Twitter and Instagram at April13Dawn. And Adam, where do people find you? You can find me at Adam Gertler, and you can find all of my hot dogs and sausages at a doghouse restaurant near you. There's one not far from here. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Yeah. That's true. So they, you know, we, can, we can all go together. Yeah. <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at ChristianDMZ. And Thursday afternoons, uh, Marvel TV, nope, Marvel Movie News is <laughs> at 1 Pacific on the Popcorn Talk Network. Sundays at 9, Marvel TV Weekly. That's where you find those two shows and uh, all over after Buzz TV. Anyway, that's all the time we have, but thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll see you next time. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.